I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey friend, are you looking to land a remote gig ASAP? Well, did you know that we not only have a ton of online jobs you can apply to on our site, but now we are also sending them straight to your inbox. I'm happy to announce that we will be sending our email subscribers legit online jobs every Wednesday. We have done hours of research so you don't have to. If you want to be the first one to hear about the remote gigs we find, go to theoffbeatlife.com to subscribe. Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here for my extended interview with Kevin where he's going to share how to use digital marketing to lend clients for your online business. Hey Kevin, how are you? Hi Debbie, nice to meet you. Thank you so much for being here. Can you tell us about you and why you live an offbeat life before we get to your amazing tips and tricks? Okay, sure. Uh, I've been in self-storage for 20 years and then um, I had a crisis a few years ago so I decided to, you know, start taking it easy, enjoy life, see what the world's out there. So I've been, you know, uh, delegating all my business uh, stuff to my staff and just uh, monitoring it remotely. And I've been traveling a lot. I, I travel usually around 100 days per year doing different crazy stuff for the last two, three years. No travel this year though because of the virus, but I'll <laughs> yes, hopefully in the next few months you can get back to traveling. Actually, Kevin, before we get to your tips on digital marketing, because we didn't really dive deep into this for your initial interview, can you tell us and my listeners what you actually did once you finally kind of let go of your big business? started traveling you had your midlife crisis what did you do because they're they're pretty pretty adventurous at least in my book <laughs> first one i was look, I, I had a fire and i got lawsuits and the bank was calling my loan so i had a lot of things on my mind so when you walk you kind of start slowly slowly sort things out so i did a really really long walk i did a the first one was i walked all around Koh Samui. Koh Samui is an island in uh, in the in, in thailand it's, it's okay. I don't, I, don't, I don't know the exact size, but it took me seven days. So I was walking around the perimeter for seven days from one hotel to the other. My friend did it first. He was very strict. So when you see, you see a cliff, he would swim around it. I say, no, 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 that's too much for me, man. So when I see a cliff, I just walk around, right? So it was, it was, but it was, it was really, really cool. I get to see a lot of uh, people in bikinis lying on the beach for seven days. <laughs> that was pretty fun. Uh, and then I did a bicycle trip. Uh, I formed uh, my own uh, bicycle team, and then uh, we went to bicycling around Taiwan. That was really, really cool. We did about 100K a day, right? Wow. But to be fair, there is a bus in the back. So when you're tired, you can go up and rest, right? So, uh, But but uh, we had a, we had a gamble. Like every time anybody got off the, the bicycle, it was $100 to charity. So, so, so it was pretty uh, competitive. So uh, bicycle around Taiwan was very nice. And then after that, I... I think I did the ring around uh, Iceland. Yeah, me and Sam, my friend Sam Marks, uh, co-host of Invest Like a Bot, uh, we drove a car and we we went we 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 drove all around Iceland, right? And then uh, we saw he had a he had a podcast. We did the podcast in Iceland. During the podcast, we saw the Northern Light. So that was a really remarkable. Yeah, so that was really really fun. We didn't finish it because it took too long. So I think I'm going to go back and, and do it. So. Iceland is definitely really good, especially if you're in the photos. It's, it's like a, it's, a, it's, a, it's like an Instagram dream for anybody. Like you, you can look really cool with all all all. That stuff. 
So so that and then after that we did a we did a bicycle trip in Okinawa. That was another seven days. But see, this is the thing. When I start doing all these things, my friends on Facebook start, you know, oh, you're rich, you're retired, you don't need to do, sh- you know, that. That's why you're traveling. They're 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 jealous, right? So I got I got smart. Every time I do this now, I always hook up with a charity. I always say. Kevin Shi is going to go ride around by Okinawa. If he succeeds in 10 days, will you donate $2,000? If not, Kevin Shi will donate, right? So because I linked it up with you to a charity, everybody's like, yeah, this is for the good cause. Go, go, go. <laughs> so I, I rebranded my trip and my friends stopped being so jealous. So that, that was that was one of the tricks. <laughs> <laughs> and also, guys, you don't need to have a ton of money to be able to do this. You know, you can no. do it on the cheap even and like you said Kevin you can also do this where you're also doing it where there's charity that's involved as well so not only are you doing something for yourself but for other people as well you just need to be like you have a business that you can manage online Mm -hmm. if you can manage your business online you can be doing this the whole year yeah right if there's no right and then we did the walk across Ireland that was 21 days. So not only is a walk across Ireland, it was the biggest pub crawl in, in, in the world. Every time we saw, we saw a pub, which, by the way, they open around 3 o'clock in the afternoon, right? We had a Guinness. So <laughs> we had about 87 Guinness all in 21 days. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Population of these small towns in Ireland is about 700 people with no restaurant, one supermarket that closed at 6.30 and a pub. Wow. So we don't get to the next town by 6.30 and buy some food. We were eating peanuts that night. So that was, that was like race against time. <laughs> that was, that was, uh, I was shot at in, in Ireland. Uh, we went to some farm. Yeah. We, we went on this, uh, in somebody's big farm by accident. I thought it was a public road. It was, it was, I started seeing ponies. I know, I know it was a farm. And then some guy just came on and started shooting his gun in the air. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> so that, that was pretty interesting. And then after that, uh, we went to Palona last year for, for the annual bull run. Uh, me, uh, uh, me and Sam again, another friend. And then, and then my friend head got smashed in, in, in the, on the floor. He broke his head. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's okay now, but we had we had that on video. So that was on Facebook. That that generated a lot of likes. So we, <laughs> and then we went to uh, and then last year finally we topped it off last year with the Trans Siberian Rail. We went to St. Petersburg and we took the, the the Nomad train from all the way from St. Petersburg to Beijing. So during that trip, we paid off the Russian army. We drove their tank. We went to Kazan. We had a racetrack. We start racing, and I was so nice. I I gave my cameraman a chance to ride that car which he doesn't know how to drive stick and he crashed the car and i had to pay these big russian plugs oh my like thousand dollars yeah so that was that was very bad but anyways it was an experience and then we went to mongolia where it was negative 38 and we're sleeping in a hut so we, i went out to 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 go to the pee you know and then and then and then and then I, the first time i ever saw my pee froze right away <laughs> That was interesting. So that that was that, and then this year I didn't do much except skiing. It wasn't well. This year I was supposed to walk from uh, from Tokyo all the way to uh, Osaka, but but I don't know. Is is a big is a big thing. I don't know if I can do it because of the lockdown. But yeah, there's there's a lot of things planned. Uh, shark cage attack this year. Walk from Tokyo to Osaka. Uh, various things, but but I'm just waiting for the uh, lockdown to be finished. So everything you pretty much listed are things that I want to do myself. So yeah, I'm taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> 
because I did, I did, I, I'm a hiker. Like I'm an avid hiker. My fiance and I love to hike. So we did like Chile. We did Iceland. We did Ireland. Like I climbed Mount Fuji as well. That was, that was oh, that's amazing. I was supposed to climb uh, Mount Kibaru, uh, uh last month, but then the virus. So, so yeah, I'm a close guy. So, so like, I'm not like super athletic or something. I just do it just so I can have bragging rights about it. That's yeah. All. <laughs> I mean, you know, Hey, that's an added bonus for it and whatever. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully one day you and I can meet up and we could hike something, you know, that would be awesome. So, okay. Aside from you being this adventurous traveler, you are also a genius digital marketer. How, oh, no. you know, like, I, I, I love talking to people about their marketing techniques because really that's the make it or break it. You can have the best product out there. You can have the best business idea. But if you don't know how to market, it's going to be really hard for you to succeed, right? So what about you, Kevin? What has been your best practices to market your business to really get you out there and get you know, the most from your buck, right? Because you, you either do organic or you do paid ones. What has been working for you and how do you do it so that you're successful? So I've, I've been doing my own digital marketing for 20 years. When I first started out in 2002, 2003, at least in Asia, Google did not exist. There's no Google in Hong Kong, only Yahoo. And Yahoo was a two-page free listing. So that's how old I've been doing digital marketing, right? I would say digital marketing and property investing is my strength, uh, like uh, relatively. So, so uh, yeah, I've been I, I've been doing various things. We always do uh, start with uh, pay search, uh, pay search, like keyword search, and then we do uh, SEO, and then we do remarketing. Then, like over the years, I start uh, getting uh, mentors from public storage and, and those guys, and they've been really uh, building my own digital team. So what we do is uh, in in our business. The most profitable customer is five times going to stay five times longer and accept price, rental rates much higher than the average person. So your ability to, to mine these people and, and, and attract them to your store uh, makes a lot of sense. So we have uh, various tools to uh, to measure, like to, to attract these people by uh, getting their third party uh, third party IP reader, the type of computer they use. For example, if you use a Mac machine and you use Chrome. That means you're a smart guy and you're, no, you're a rich guy because you have a Mac and you're a smart guy <laughs> how to install a Chrome. So we start targeting people like that and we give you extra discount. We double the retargeting rate, like uh, our retargeting ad, we, we double it. And, and then uh, we, we, uh, we line up with our best sales to, to attract these people in. We also have a database of different uh, apartment units around Hong Kong that people have stored with us. And based on their apartment units, we know how long they'll stay and we can from that, we know the lifetime value of that customer and we uh, give different deals for that as well. And then we start filtering uh, our pages dynamic. If it's, a, if it's a man coming in, we will show a pretty girl. If it's a, if it's a woman coming in, we will show a, a normal girl, but a very clean facility, right? If it's an old person coming in, then the fonts will be much bigger because they, they may have trouble seeing, reading the, the words. If it's a young person coming in, are the units that we show will be smaller at first because they don't have much to store. If it's an older person coming in, then we would start, we would start uh, using fonts like treasures and everything. So everything is very dynamic, right? And we measure everything with data because we have, we have a big enough platform. And a sneaky thing that I do, and I hope none of my Chinese listeners listen to this, is I also have an aggregator site. I, I invest in an aggregator site, just like, uh, like bookings.com or hotels.com. 
that I help uh, my competitors uh, get contacts for storage, right? So they list all their inventories into my aggregator. By having that database, I know all my competition's uh, occupancy rate at any time, at least most of them, right? And I adjust my price and my size mix accordingly. <laughs> so I do a lot of sneaky things. That is amazing. Like, but but you know, when you do all of these things when you first started, because obviously we don't have that manpower yet, and you know, your the amount of money to be able to do this for somebody who's just starting out and want to be able to do something similar. <laughs> how can they? How can they do it? What would be their first step? Well, there's a very good article that tells you what to do first, and and I can I can I can give you the link later. It's by this guy. Uh, uh, wait, sorry. It's by this guy called Kushik. A A U S H I K dot net. It's called the Digital Marketing Ladder of Success. Mm-hmm. The first thing you should do is have an acceptable website with SEO. Make sure if uh, there's no like there's no bug. It's simple to use. Don't put too much information on it. Make sure your website is responsive. A lot of people don't know this. A lot of people still think of it as a desktop. 75% of the people search your stuff on the on, on their phone first, and then maybe they commit or buy on their laptop later. So make sure it's dynamic and responsive. Don't, don't, don't make it desktop only. Then start experimenting with a pay search campaign with an email program. Facebook and Instagram are great, but that is other people's platform. If you start, if you if you rely on them too much and they start changing the algorithm, then then you're gonna start over. So start collecting your own database of, uh, of uh, customer referrals and lists and all that, and start working with display and then and, and then having like a conversion and everything is that right. Uh, conversion is a tricky thing. Every business is different. Uh, don't how do I say? It? Uh, make sure if a customer convert on your site, it actually means money. A lot of people that I see in Hong Kong. They get duped, or they they they, they get uh, they they get the marketers tell them, oh no, people watch four pages of your website. That's considered a conversion. No, it's not, right? People come into your store to pay you. That's a conversion, right? So make sure the website is is linked up so that you know what an actual conversion is. And once you your 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 attribution model or your conversion is set right, then you can start backward looking at it at which keyword works, what time of day it works, what kind of campaign, and you can start testing variable campaign of that. Well, I guess conversion is very important too, and then and then you can start branching from that on. So yeah, so 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 start small, start doing A/B testing on on small stuff first. Create great mobile experience, and and also an, a very important thing is uh, speed. And I guess you would know the mm-hmm. speed of your website matters. If if, uh, if it's slow, people would drop off. I use AMP accelerated mo- mobile push. So so a lot of media pay, uh, people use that. It ranks much higher in SEO, but. Make sure that, that, that your, your, your website loads within three seconds. If it doesn't, then you're losing a lot of customers. Yeah, so many great things. And yes, these are so true. And okay, so to tell you, Kevin, I am not a numbers person, right? I hate numbers. But since starting my business, because now it's about money. And also like, okay, since I started doing A-B testing with a lot of ads, now I'm like, oh my God, this is really fun. <laughs> <laughs> but don't overdo it because your incremental uh, improvements start to uh, decrease. You know, yeah. at first, right? but then the more you do it, the 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 the, the, the improvements 
it's not as big as before. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really interesting because when you first start out with any of this stuff, it seems really intimidating. And once you get to know it more and more, it becomes so interesting that it's kind of like a game. Every time I do like A B testing, I'm like, which one is going to do better? How is this going to? You know, it's it's it becomes a game. And okay, like I'm. I'm such a nerd with this now, and I nerd out every time I talk about this stuff. You gotta learn. You gotta learn. I mean, I mean, uh, the key to your business is how to make money like that, right? Mm-hmm. And once you once you just keep on scaling, uh, once you find a f- perfect formula, don't be afraid to throw money at it because every one dollar of advertising, if it generates two dollars, three dollars worth of money, keep on putting money in until that 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 number doesn't generate anymore. Push to the limit, you know. Yeah, and again, it's like with anything else, you have to put money into it to make money and that's just how the game is played unless you're an absolute rock star and you're just so great at organic marketing but that takes a lot of work too guys (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) yes is there anything else kevin any tips that you have for us especially for beginners who want to be able to use digital marketing to really scale up their business that you can tell us that will give us a little more push have a neutral site that recommends people things with you in it, that, that's, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Just say like, you know, there's like top 10 self storage in Hong Kong. And then, and then you're like in the top three, but have it separate and then link it back to you. That, that's, that's, a, that, that, that's a good idea. Having a good uh, follow up and remarketing. Do you do remarketing, uh, Debbie? Yes. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make sure your your uh, everything is in sync. There's a guy in public storage actually. All he does is make sure the whole consumer experience is the same. So make sure that's uh, that's relevant for you as well. What I mean is, uh, from the first ad that they see on Google to what they what you promote on your website to your remarketing ad to when they uh, when they call you, the the message has to be the same. Mm. The color be the same the feeling has to be the same so the customer usually get distracted or they get confused when they see an ad and they go into your website and it, it advertise something else right mm-hmm. then they think they're in the wrong place and then they start bouncing back right make sure the whole consumer experience is, is the same and then once you master that then you start funneling different types of customer somebody wants value somebody wants uh safety somebody wants really depends on on, on that profile of that person and then you start start dynamically changing the the tone of the website but that's the next level Mm, that's a really great tip because a lot of people don't even think about that right like we will just put up any picture and then our website looks completely different so yeah that's that makes so much sense because it's like why all of a sudden this thing changed and you're talking about something completely different this is weird and that also that doesn't develop trust right (laughs) yeah exactly so if you're advertising something and then you forgot to change the campaign on your website and then you don't mention what you advertise and then people get confused and they leave, right? So so that's that's very important. Buy up uh, your competitors. A lot of competitors that's gone out of business, buy their website mm. because if their website has been around for a long time, there's a lot of link juice. There's a lot of, they've been linked to a lot of places. Buy their website on the cheap since they're going out of business anyways and redirect it to your site and say, hey, you know, we're merging with them, incorporating with them. Any customer of theirs, uh, we, we give them a discount. Then you get a lot of organic traffic from their ex-competitors. Uh, that, that has been, I've also found that to be a good way to get cheap traffic or lead. Do you have any places that you where you find these websites that you know that are going out of business and for you to be able to snap them up? No, because uh, I've been in this, in this industry so long. Any of my operators that, that goes out of business, somebody would tell me. 
Well, that's a great way of doing it. <laughs> Are there any other resources that you can share with us that can help someone with their digital marketing? It really depends on uh, the size. I invest in a company called Adigma, Adigma Marketing. Uh, people can look into them. Those are great guys from uh, Utah. Those are the guys from uh, Extra Space, right? And they they help a lot of businesses. They mostly help sell storage, but they also help anybody with a retail chain. And I've been working with them for five years. I actually invested in them, right? So wow. so you, you, uh, that's a good agent to, to 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 talk about. But also start start on your own. I mean, you you got to learn this stuff, you know. Uh, otherwise, uh, when people sell you stuff, you don't know what's what's right or what was wrong, what's true, right? You yeah. Know? Make sure you all your Google listing is, is correct, all your address, all your business listing. I don't know, you know, like on the right side of Google, there's a business uh, listing thing. Mm-hmm. Make sure you do that because, uh, because honestly, if you don't claim it, somebody's going to claim you and yeah. pretend to be you. Oh, wow. Right? So <laughs> That is a good tip. We don't want that. No stolen identity for our business. That's, that's a no-no. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Kevin, for being here with us and for sharing all of these amazing tips. If our listeners want to know more about you, where can they find you? Yeah, you can find me on Facebook, Kevin Shee, K-E-V-I-N-S-H-E-E on Facebook. Uh, just say you're a friend of Debbie uh, at you. And, or I have my own podcast. It's called Kevin Shee Show, K-E-V-I-N-S-H-E-E. We talk about investment, marketing, traveling, and uh, investing. That's that's what I talk about. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much, Kevin. We really appreciate you. No problem. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Kevin. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview where he shares how he organically grew a self-storage company and became an online entrepreneur. Hey friend, have you been wanting to start a podcast? I know it can be overwhelming in the beginning. Believe me, I have been there. Lucky for you, we have created a new site called howtocreatepodcast.com that shares a ton of freebies that can help you get started. From launching, growing to monetizing, we share it all in one place. Visit howtocreatepodcast.com for more information. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Live. I'll talk to you soon.